Continuing our Siddur Snippet sponsor tonight in the Schuss of Rafu Shlema for Adel Bas Alta Chaya and Surah Chava Bas Aviva. Should have a complete and speedy Rafu Shlema. We began the Yehi on the paragraph that follows Birchos HaShachar. After we complete all of the Brachos, we say Yehi It appears after Birchos HaShachar, but it's a separate prayer. We mentioned this was the Tefillah that Rebbe, Rabbi Yudah Nasi, the last of the Tanaim, would insert at the conclusion of his Amida. The Gemara Brachos records different insertions, the Tanaim, the Amoraim, and this was the insertion of Rebbe, Yiratzon Mufanecha. The word Yihiratzon here in this context, Yiratzon Mufanecha means Hashem, may it be your will, Yihiratzon. But the word Ratzon can mean not only your will, may my will match your will, may my desire, my want be consistent and conform with what Hashem you think is best for me. But the word Ratzon can also come from the word Ritzui, which means may it appease you, may you be satisfied, may it earn your goodwill or be well-liked. So here again, and we've said this several times already, and we've barely cracked open the sitter yet in the morning. And yet we've seen consistently that when our rabbis instituted how we appeal to Hashem, we do it using this dual parallel relationship. Part of my connection with the Ribbon Shalom, my love, my relationship with Hashem stems from my own independent journey and self-discovery. I've carved and formed my own relationship with Hashem. I feel His presence in my life, and I reciprocate that love to Him. But even when I struggle, I nevertheless rely on Elokei Avosai, that I come from a tradition and a lineage, I'm part of a Masora community that I have transmitted to me from my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents. Even when it doesn't do something for me, and I don't connect directly, but at least indirectly I connect through these two relationships that we see referenced throughout our davening, most poignantly, the beginning of our midah, our opening words to Hashem, that we have these two connections and relationships with Hashem, one universal and one particular, one personal. And what is our tefillah? What did Rabbi Yudah Nasi insert at the end of his amidah that we incorporate to the beginning of our day? That Hashem saved me. The previous Yehiratzon, that was the end of Hamavir Shena, Vihiratzom Fanacha, that was written in the plural. We were invoking the merit of the community to be spared from that list of things, the litany of threats. Here, this Yihiratzon is Shetatzilei Ni, no longer part of the community, not invoking the merit of the many, but Tatzilei Ni, Hashem, I have my own relationship, and I'm asking you to help me. I have my own challenges. The tour points out, insert into here, whatever you anticipate will be your challenges that day. Difficult meetings, difficult people, difficult travel, difficult places, all of the above. Whatever you anticipate might be a challenge. Insert in this Yihiratzon, Shetatzilei Ni. Save me, spare me my personal challenges. And what is the first one we ask for? Save me from Aze Panim and Azus Panim. What are Aze Panim and Azus Panim? They're two sides of the same coin. Spare me, Hashem, from people who are azepanim, people who are brazen, who are aggressive, people who mistreat me with no shame, people of incredible chutzpah, who have no respect, no dignity, have no sense of honor. Azepanim, it's the opposite of boshpanim. Boshpanim means a person who has a healthy sense of shame. They have a certain sense of courtesy and kindness. They're able to recoil when something is beneath them or beneath human behavior. And the opposite is azepanim. Spare me as I go through my day, my personal life, my professional life, 
from aggressive, obnoxious, mean, disgusting people of Azepanim. But the other side of that coin is Hashem not only spare me from those who treat me that way, spare me from being tempted to reciprocate that behavior back to them. You know, normally somebody presses our buttons, they get a rise out of us. Somebody who's aggressive to us, our animal instinct and the animal parts of our brain light up the fight or flight, and we are able to dish out the azas panim as much as we receive the aze panim. So we're asking Hashem, I think very profoundly, not only spare me from being the victim of an aggressive, obnoxious person, from someone with chutzpah and no shame, but spare me from reacting inappropriately. Spare me that when someone tests my patience, when someone crosses the boundary of appropriateness, when someone is chutzpahdik or aggressive, spare me from azuz panim, from reacting that way to them as well. Me'adamra u'me'chavira. We saw this in the last Yihiratzon. That spare me, oil rasha oil let me not identify with people who are bad people, and even those who are good people but bad neighbors. We won't revisit what's the definition of a bad neighbor. Again, preaching to the choir who are here tonight. But spare me not only from bad people. We know our guard is up to avoid the influence of bad people. But also chavera. Chavera, someone who might be a good person, but they're not a very good neighbor. They're still not a very good influence. Umeshachinra, umipegara, umisatan hamashchis. What is a satan hamashchis? The satan, the evil corrupting satan. The satan who destroys is there a good Satan? Spare me from the Satan Hamashchis, as opposed to the Satan who enriches my life. What is the Satan Hamashchis? Rav Schwab translates, Satan Hamashchis literally translates it as destructive antagonist or criminal. Satan Hamashchis to Rav Schwab is not some conceptual, spiritual influence, energy, or force. Spare me a criminal. Spare me an antagonist. Spare me an adversary, a Satan. Human beings can be angels for one another, and human beings can be the satan for one another. So just like the azepanim, spare me somebody being a satan who's trying to destroy me. But the Yavitz explains differently. He says, no, you know, there is a good satan. You know who the good satan is? When we feel something's blocking our success, blocking our happiness, blocking what we're pursuing, and we feel like the satan's in our way, sometimes that satan is for our benefit. Anyone remember a Torah story where there's an angel blocking someone's path, but it's really for their benefit? Bilam. The angel's blocking Bilam, trying to save Bilam from himself. So there can be what we perceive as a satan. Sometimes the business deal doesn't go through. Sometimes the appointment doesn't happen. Sometimes the relationship dissolves. Sometimes something falls apart. It feels like there's a satan blocking us. It's really doing us the greatest.